Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. This episode is part of a very special series I have curated for you. Your level of emotional intelligence is one of the most significant contributors to your success in life, however you choose to define success for you. In my emotional intelligence workshops, I use the EQI 2.0 model to help professionals and leaders assess how they are doing in self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationships, decision-making, and stress management, the main areas of the model. The model contains 15 competencies grouped into each of the areas I just mentioned. You can learn more about the model at mhs.com. So what is so special about this series? Each episode is a deep dive into a competency from the model with an expert who provides you with strategies for improving your emotional intelligence. In this episode, Rebecca Andre shares the importance of empathy in your personal and professional relationships and how to use it effectively. Rebecca is a leadership coach, diversity, equity, and inclusion specialist, and facilitator who lives in Northeast Washington, D.C. She works as a consultant for OKA, a training, consulting, and publishing firm headquartered in Fairfax, Virginia. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having me back, Chris. Well, for those people that didn't listen to the first episode, can you share a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, I work for a company called OKA. We're a consulting, training, and publishing firm located in Northern Virginia. And I do a variety of things here in my role. Um, One is that I'm a coach. I'm also a facilitator, a trainer. um, And I I love what I do, love our team. And we're just excited to be here today to share a little bit about emotional intelligence. I love it. On the topic of the day, empathy. Very important. Mm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. first of all, what is it, and why mm. do we need why do we need to care? So, empathy um, is our ability and our willingness to take notice of and be sensitive to other people's needs and feelings. Empathy is critical to building sincere, meaningful connections. It helps us build bridges. It helps us build inclusive, cohesive teams. Empathy is the component um, that sometimes is missing, um, but it helps us build better relationships. It helps us build strong bridges that will last. Now, I know there's there's a couple of different forms of empathy. There's, oh uh, gosh, what was it? Cognitive and affective. So I know there's mm-hmm. some misconceptions out there about empathy, thinking that, you know, I have to feel the same thing they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you share, share a little bit more about that? Sure. You know, empathy is, um, I would describe it as an openness or a curiosity, right? So it's not taking on people's feelings. I mean, it could be if, if you're practicing too much empathy, I know we'll talk about that a little bit later, or I'm overly engaged. Um, I may take on too much and feel what other people are feeling. But empathy, I think in its purest form, is an openness, is a curiosity, it's paying attention. It's very outward focused. So instead of some of these components that are very much about me and and, um, looking inward, it's very outward focused. It's um, like a radio signal that's that's, um, zeroed in on others and, and what they're feeling, what's going on with them. Yeah. So, and, and what, what would you say about, um, 
Oh gosh, there's there's some folks that it's uh, they're like I don't understand why they're overreacting, you know, or they're saying it's an overreaction. How can empathy help us with that? Mm, empathy can help us. It gives us perspective, right? It helps us see things um, through someone else's lens, right? It may feel like oh this is this is not a big deal, um, and and to me, but why are they overreacting? Well, it's to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. What might be going on with them? Right? It's that cur- it's engaging that curiosity. Why might they be feeling that way? What am I missing? And notice that it's taking some responsibility. What am I missing? Not what's wrong with them. <laughs> so <laughs> I it love does it. take ownership and responsibility of let me be curious. Let me figure out what's going on here. I love that. And if we had more of that in today's world, it would be much better. <laughs> so how do we develop it? So empathy is, it's like any other muscle. Um, and being curious, taking the time to listen. So I follow this wonderful neuro, uh, neuroscientist. Her name is Lisa Feldman Barrett. And she has this quote and she says, you know, when you have a disagreement, you know, try to, instead of thinking, you know, I disagree with this person, try to engage your curiosity and learn your friend's perspective. Being curious about someone's experience is more important than being right. Mm-hmm. Let me just repeat that because it's very <laughs> important. Being curious about someone else's experience is more important than being right. Absolutely. And you might get some comments about that, but I, I feel strongly <laughs> about that. Uh, they should email Lisa Lisa Feldman Barrett if they have. <laughs> there we go. But it's but it's true. It's like is this is this about me being right? Is this about me proving a point? And there are times when you know we need to. This is like this is the hill I'm I'm willing to die on. I'm, I feel strongly <laughs> about that. You know, and that has to do with our assertiveness. But empathy is different. Empathy, there's a curiosity here. There's an openness. And one other way that we can develop empathy is by actively listening. Mm. I will tell you that this is something I'm I'm personally trying to work on. Um, of how us. often do we have conversations with our partners, with our kids, with our coworkers? And we're like, uh-huh. uh-huh yeah. And I and I'm Every like, day? <laughs> I'm on my phone and I'm multitasking. And in the name of multitasking, right? I feel like I'm safe to like nod and you feel like you're heard and <laughs> I get some things done over here. But true active listening has to do with being fully present, right? Just hearing someone is passive, but yeah. listening, it's active. And most of us don't listen with intent, to understand. We listen with, okay, what are the relevant things that I need to hear? And I, I'm, I'm listening to what I need to hear to reply yep. rather than listening with the intent to understand. And so listening to someone truly, um, there's a little bit of like letting go of self, right? And more of being outward focused, dialing that radio signal to that person and fully listening, being fully present. Another way we can develop empathy is by asking open-ended questions, right? <laughs> and this is tricky. And, and if you have children, you, you know, and you're like, how was your day? Good. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, how was work today? Fine. Um, asking an open question is like, what did you like about school today? Right? Was there something you didn't like? Um, what was challenging to you at work today? Was there anything that made you upset? 
right? Those are open-ended questions that require more than a yes, yes or no response. <laughs> and it requires them to think about, huh, what, yeah, it prompts people and it gives you an opportunity to truly actively listen. So those are just a couple ways that you can build that empathy muscle. I love that. Um, yeah, and that's one of the things that I'm working on. <laughs> so building the empathy. It, it, it's funny when I see others, like they think about, um, you know, oh, would you like a drink or, when, when we're talking? Or, you know, are you comfortable? And I'm like, I don't I don't think about things like that. I mean, I'm working on it. But like <laughs> trying to put yourself in that person's shoes. Um, and I love that. So actively listening, asking powerful questions. Is there any other way you can help um, identify someone else's emotional state so you know that maybe it's time to stop and, and ask them you know, how they're sure. doing? Sure. I think it's looking for those nonverbal, right? Those nonverbals, um, which is their body language. Yeah. Listening to the tone of their voice, sensing like if you start feeling a little stressed or nervous, it's likely because your nervous systems are syncing up. And so they, they may be feeling that way too. And so just checking in with somebody, Hey, how are you feeling right now? That's a great way to practice empathy and to show that you're you're paying attention, right? You're engaged, you're attentive to what their needs are. And it also helps provide a safe space for them to share. So that's that's one thing I can think of. Yeah. And, and checking your nonverbals too, right? To make sure yeah. that you're fully there with them. Absolutely. I would think as well. When you mentioned um, the neuroscientist, what was her name again? Um, Amy Feldman Barrett, she has a great book out called Seven and a Half Lessons About the Brain. Um, you can see it's my current reading material because it's at the forefront of my mind. And I just love how she draws these connections between our behavior, right? Mm -hmm. And our body's budget. And and so it's so fascinating. Um, but it's paying attention to your body. Right. Um, and, and one of the things she talks about is that when we're together in, in the same you know, room with somebody and, and we have a trusting relationship is that we our nervous systems begin to mimic each other. Wow. And so paying attention. Yeah. Not just what you said, not just to somebody else's nonverbals, but also to our nonverbals. One thing she had said recently is that um, she was interviewed and she said, you know, when we say to someone, it's going to be OK, it's all right. It's gonna be all. Right. It's gonna be okay. She said, "You know, it's actually very selfish. We start sensing, we start feeling. You know what our nervous systems sync up, and so what we're actually doing is saying, I need you to calm down so that I can also calm down.' Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that wow. was so fascinating. How that's one of the first things I'll reach for in a situation where somebody's upset, um, and there maybe somebody's venting to me. And I'm like, it's okay, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. And how, Yes. And so one way that we can combat that is to say, is, is to ask questions. Like you said, as a coach, right? Coaching, um, pulling in some of those coaching um, tools, which is, you know, hey, what's going on? You seem upset. And, you know, sometimes people don't want empathy. Sometimes in the moment, they actually want a solution. Yeah. Now, my, my uh, partner and I are very different. He's a solutions person. And I'm more of like, I need to talk about things. I need some empathy. <laughs> and so one of the things that we've employed to help us like serve each other and, and, and fulfill each other's needs is like, do you want empathy or do you want help? Yeah. 
And just, you know, throwing that out there and being able, letting them tell you what they need. I just need empathy. I just need you to listen and, and let me vent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because what would happen before is he would offer solutions. I would say, you're not listening to me. Yep. I just need you to listen. And so one question that can help clear that up is, is to have an agreement like and, and share, hey, what do you want empathy? Do you want help? Yeah. What do you need right now? Uh, I devise that with my family because I'm also a problem solver. <laughs> I'm, so I totally relate. I'm like, okay, wait, wait. So I'll, I'll start into problem solving mode. And I'm like, wait, do you want me to just listen or do you want to, do you want me to help you solve it? Okay. No, just yeah, listen. Those okay, tendencies fine. are strong, aren't they, Chris? <laughs> yes. I just want to <laughs> jump in, but, yeah. but it is, it, I didn't think about it before when you're, you're saying, oh, everything will be okay. That's essentially dismissing their feelings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what are some ways then, so it sounds like also a part of empathy would being would be being uncomfortable with other people's emotions. What are some yeah. ways you can get more comfortable with that? Mm, um, that's a good question. So um, one practice that, that you could um, test drive is actually reading a novel. <laughs> and what a, reading a novel with like rich characters, what it does is it gets you into the mind of of how a person, how this character's feeling, right? What their thought process is. It gives you perspective, actually helps you think more in terms of, yeah, what is going on behind? You know, what what I may see is just a glimpse because it, I'm seeing behavior. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not seeing is everything that's going on, all of the mental holding that they're doing. And so uh, one of the ways that we encourage people to practice empathy is Read a book, <laughs> read <laughs> I like a that. novel, and think about you know the character and really embrace and, and walk through you know the process with them, their story, and it can help develop those skills of perspective taking. Nice, and then being more comfortable with those uh, you know like ne- negative emotions that that's yeah. difficult for me. I know yes. being around negative emotions and situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like to be the one that's like I'm out. <laughs> this is this is too much. This is I know scary. this is too <laughs> negative. Okay, so so how can we get comfortable with that? You know, I think it has to do a lot with our own emotional management, mm-hmm. right? Referencing what um, the neuroscientist said about you know if, if you're like this is too negative, I'm out. Um, and and sometimes we have to make those calls, and sometimes that's the right call to make, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but if we are trying to exercise more empathy, part of it is can I manage my own emotions? Where even though this is negative and really heavy and really hard to help someone carry, right, or to sit with them. Yeah. Can I set aside my own comfort? Right? Can I actually truly be there with them? Um, if you follow Pima Chodron, she um, has a number of books out. And, and something she says about compassion mm-hmm. is that, and this can help um, with us sort of leveling the playing field, it's that it's not a relationship between somebody who's wounded and somebody who's a healer, that it's actually a relationship between equals. So as we, you know, when we can truly practice compassion, it becomes real when we recognize that we have a shared humanity. That we, you know, we have our own stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And and can I truly, can I sit with someone in, in, in Brene Brown talks about this when she talks about empathy, you know, can I sit in the dark with someone and help them you know, mm-hmm. hold their mess. And I think 
you know, there's nothing that builds relationships right more than true, sincere empathy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So let's let's kind of switch gears here, though, and look at maybe someone who's overusing empathy. What does that look like, and how can they work on that? Well, if you had met me a few years ago, Chris, you would have the perfect portrait of what <laughs> overdone looks like, which is I'm feeling all of the feelings. And when you're feeling something and you have a problem, it becomes my problem too. <laughs> and so it's, you know, it's that inability to differentiate between, you know, myself and, and, and the emotional needs of others. Mm. And so it can almost seem, um, I'm dishonest too at times, right? Because yeah. I may be holding back the truth when it when it may hurt, and so I may become conflict avoidant. Like I I, I don't want to hurt their feelings, and so um, I'm just you know I'm just going to sugarcoat this and not speak the truths that maybe need to be spoken. Yeah. So that's what it can look like when it's overdone. And what what do we need to do to make sure maybe? I'm sure it's like balancing out some of the other stuff, but but what do we need to do to to make sure that we're not doing that anymore? So when there's an overdone behavior through the lens of the EQI, we always look at what's a counter behavior, right? Because for Rebecca, there's not just an on-off switch that I can flip <laughs> to say stop being so um, empathic and 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 stop feeling that way. That's not how it works, unfortunately. When those muscles are really strong, um, you don't just stop using them. But we can lean towards other behaviors that, you know, a natural byproduct of that is it can help balance out what may be overdone. And so one of the things that I found I, I needed to employ, and so that people can reference your previous podcasts um, about other EQ elements, is that I needed to, to take in more data. Right. So that was the reality testing. Like, what's going on here? Can I see things for how they really are, despite all of the emotions that I'm feeling and that others are feeling that I'm sort of taking on? Um, so I needed to pull in more data. So that pause, I'm telling you, that pause is really critical because it allowed me to take in more data. And the other thing was to lean more into self-care as well, to to say to stack up the situation like, um, you know, I, I, I'd love to make a meal. I'd love to help this family out or do this thing. You know, am I okay? <laughs> am I sacrificing, you know, my own well-being, right, to, to help someone else? And, and there can be value in that. But when it's overdone and it's constant, we run ourselves ragged. And so part of, you know, if empathy is overdone, Part of helping to balance that overdone behavior is to check in with myself. Um, is this how is this affecting me? Is this too much? And like you had said earlier, like sometimes I just need to be out. <laughs> there are situations when sometimes that is the best call, and so I have to check in with myself. I have I could check in with a friend, a trusted, um, you know, confidant or trusted person to say I I need some some uh, input here. You know, is this too much? Um, or I'm feeling this way. Is this a relationship I should lean into? Or is, should I give it a little bit of space? I love that. And I am a big proponent of accountability partners for all things. Yes, yes. <laughs> we it's always all nice. need them. Yes. <laughs> so can you share a little bit about uh, your products and services? 
Sure. Well, one of the products we've been highlighting is the EQI, which is an assessment. Um, and it is there's a certification also. And so I want to highlight that one because it is one that has made such a difference in my life. So not just for our clients. Um, I have seen it transform people. I have seen people take steps towards behavioral development and growth. And I've seen them take steps towards mending relationships. Um, it's truly a phenomenal tool. But we have several other wonderful assessments and trainings available for people who are interested in stretching and growing, who are interested in adding to their toolkit, maybe adding some frameworks or some language, um, coaching. That's another um, thing that we've been doing a lot of lately. Um, it's been highly in demand, which is you know coaching, executive coaching, or just coaching around career, around life. So um, those are some products that I want to feature here today. Awesome. Well, and coaches can make great accountability partners when we're trying to work on things. (laughs) There we go. Okay. So what is your final piece of advice on empathy? Hmm. I think when it comes to empathy, I would offer this. Um, I can't remember who said this, but they said, you know, everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. And we're so quick to make these snap judgments about people. You know, somebody at the grocery store, um, I'll share a a quick example, who, um, you know, um, during, you know, the pandemic, when people weren't, um, you know, we were social distancing, and we weren't seeing people, I went to the grocery store, and I've masked, and I'm putting everything up on the and I'm like, I'm an extrovert. So when I see this cashier, this poor cashier, I'm getting so excited. Like, this is my human interaction for today. I can't wait to connect with someone. And I get up there and I'm, I'm like a little too eager. Speaking of overdone, um, I'm putting my stuff up and I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm talking really loudly through my mask so she can hear me. And she's really not engaging. And so I'm, I'm, then I'm like, okay, I really ramp it up. And I'm just trying to start a conversation. And this, you know, this, this poor woman's like, you know, not really responding. And I kind of gave up by the end of the interaction. Yeah. And I'm paying and I'm like, okay, have a good day. And then I see as soon as I finish putting my groceries in the cart that she flips her light off and she leaves. And I realize, oh, she was waiting to probably go on break. (laughs) And here I am holding her up, you know, trying to engage. And then I thought to myself too, that perspective taking of, I don't know how scary this is for her, right? To be a frontline worker. And I don't know what she might be carrying. And so here I am ready to make this snap judgment about, oh, this person's just a jerk, you know, or, (laughs) uh, and, and really, you know, they're, they're fighting a battle I know nothing about. So yeah. think about that when you're when you feel that urge, right? And you're we're so quick to judge someone or to to write someone off. Consider what they might be going through, what they might be carrying, and maybe employ some of that empathy to find out why. Oh, I love that, and I totally relate to your story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that world is not enough for these extroverts. <laughs> I know. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Rebecca. Chris, thanks for having me. To learn more about Rebecca, visit her website at oka-online.com. Christina delivers her speeches to diverse global industries on a variety of topics. You can learn more about booking her for your event at christinaeans.com.